Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I want you to think about this for a minute. As we went to break to finish the first hour of the program, I was making the case to you of what I believe to be true. I really legitimately believe that Tom Brady now has ascended beyond the greatest NFL player ever, and he now is the greatest American team sport athlete ever. Six Super Bowl appearances with wins, three losses, nine total Super Bowl appearances, 14 conference championship games. I want you to follow me down this logical path here for a moment. Tom Brady has been to more conference championship games than Joe Montana and John Elway combined. Brady is going to be in his 14th conference championship game. Brady has more championship wins already in the conference championships than any other quarterback has starts. He's won nine. He's been to nine Super Bowls. Brady is going to play in his 14th conference championship game. Joe Montana is next, and he's played in seven. Think about how good Joe Montana was. Think about how incredible his performance was. He's played in seven. 
John Elway has played in six. Terry Bradshaw, six. Roger Staubach, six. These are the greatest quarterback winners of all time, and Brady is doubling them. And he's doing it in his first year ever playing in the NFC. Think about how hard it is for anyone to get to a conference championship game and Brady now has done it. I hate to pile on to Cowboy fans, but Brady is in the NFC for his first year ever with a brand new team and he's in a conference championship game in a Super Bowl era and the Cowboys haven't been there since 1995. The Detroit Lions have never been there in the Super Bowl era. Think about if you are a Lions fan right now, looking around and thinking to yourself, Tom Brady just got to the NFC. We have been in the NFC our entire existence as a franchise, and Tom Brady has already got the Bucks to the NFC Championship game, and we've never even been as the Detroit Lion franchise. Can you imagine how destabilizing and delegitimizing and downright dreadful that must make you feel if you are in that situation? The Bills are in the AFC championship game. They haven't been there since 1993. Jim Kelly at that time for the Bills defeated the Chiefs and their Hall of Fame quarterback, Joe Montana. But it's not like people look around and say, man, the Bills are an awful organization. Think about how long it took them to get to the AFC championship. Boom, Tom Brady leaves the AFC, goes to the NFC, and he's already got Tampa Bay there. To me, this is a nail in the coffin to the argument that Bill Belichick was the man most responsible for the New England Patriot dynasty. Bill Belichick, I looked this up. Dub, will you confirm this is a a, a major research project and you know how I am with math. But I believe I am correct that Belichick has a losing record all time without Tom Brady as his quarterback. Bill Belichick, greatest coach of all time. Without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, losing record as a head coach. In fact... I am pulling up Bill Belichick's all-time coaching record right now, and I want you to think about what Belichick did before Brady joined up with him. And by the way, what he did this year with Cam Newton, okay? Here's Belichick without Brady in Cleveland. 6-10, 7-9, 7-9. Year 4, he went 11-5. Then he went 5-11, Okay. So, five years in Cleveland, one trip to the playoffs. First year in New England without Tom Brady, 5-11. and 11. So, Tom Brady goes to Bill Belichick, and I'm doing live math on the air right now, and this is always a little bit dangerous, but I believe I am correct that Bill Belichick, without Tom Brady... 41 and 55 as an NFL head coach with one playoff appearance, one playoff win. Okay? The wild card round 
win in 1994 in Cleveland. Belichick finished his coaching career in Cleveland with a 36 and 44 record. Then he had to wait five years to get another opportunity in New England. And his first year, he went five and 11. And then he comes in and gets hot all of a sudden. All right. 36 and 44 with the Browns without Brady. And then, Dub, you just added in the next stat 25 and 28 with the Patriots without Brady starting. Is that right? That's correct. That's from a CBS Sports article dated December 21st. Uh, I went ahead and added the one win and one loss from week 16 and 17 of this season to that uh, number. All right. So I believe if I am correct, that would mean that Belichick without Brady, and again, this is always live on the air, me doing math, is, is a near disaster. I believe that means that Belichick is 61 and 72 all time in the NFL without Tom Brady. I mean, this is a guy that everybody out there, if I asked you, hey, how good of a head coach is Bill Belichick? That's a lot of games, right? That's not an insubstantial amount of games to have coached. 133-ish, I believe is the math there. 61 and 72 all time. We talk a lot for 20 years, basically, We have been talking about, hey, how much of Brady's success is Belichick and how much of Belichick's success is Brady? This year, I think, has offered an end to that argument because unless we end up with an incredible quarterback for Bill Belichick, I think that we're going to have to say that the primary reason the Patriots had a dynasty was Tom Brady. And that's no great surprise I've always argued that the best head coach is always uh, is always connected to a quarterback. That's how I started the show today. By the way, you were just pointing out Belichick without Brady is sixty-one and seventy-two. Jason Garrett all time as the Dallas Cowboy coach eighty-five and sixty-seven. So everybody out there who rips Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett obviously had Tony Romo, and then he got Dak Prescott, two pretty good quarterbacks. But Jason Garrett is a way better winning coach than Brady, than Belichick is without Brady. I mean, does that stat, that stat blows my mind that Belichick would be dubbed 61 and 72 without Tom Brady as his quarterback. That's a pretty oh my goodness, stat, right? I think there's a lot of people out in their car right now listening to us that are blown away by that idea. If you would have asked me, you know, what Belichick's record is without Brady before this segment started and made me guess, I would have guessed it was at least 50%, win percentage, like at least. I would have guessed it was probably something like Jason Garrett's record, but it's not. How much of this do you have to now, I believe, look at Brady at 13 and 5 this season if we give him the two wins 11 and 5 in the regular season goes on the road beats Washington goes on the road beats the uh, beats the Saints how much more credit do you have to give Tom Brady looking at the performance of the Patriots without him because I'll tell you what I think if the Patriots had Tom Brady just looking at his historical record even without a lot of very much substantial offensive weapons 
I think the Patriots would have found a way to certainly have a winning record, and I think there's a good chance they would have been in the playoffs. I think that's the difference between Brady and Cam Newton. And so, for Belichick, a part of me almost thinks, boy, how much better off would Belichick have been if he's not able to turn things around to just ride off into the sunset when Tom Brady decided to leave just to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to hang up the whistle too. Now, he loves what he does, and he probably likes the challenge of trying to prove that he can win without Tom Brady. But the numbers don't reflect that Belichick is going to win without Tom Brady. And I'm not saying Belichick's not an incredible coach. He clearly is. But what I'm just telling you, and what I'd like you to think about here, is how much more significant the top quarterback is than the top coach. It's great to have a pairing, great to have a combo. You want them to get along. You want them to be the best possible relationship. That's how I started off the show talking about Deshaun Watson and how if I was the owner, Cal McNair of the Houston Texans, I would sit down with Deshaun Watson. I would say, okay, let's figure out a way to make this work because there aren't very many Deshaun Watsons. How in the world is Tom Brady so good that he can go to Tampa Bay, an organization that has no culture of winning. Because remember, that's a big thing that everybody talked about. Well, Belichick has instilled the culture of winning. How incredible is it that Tom Brady can go to Tampa Bay where they haven't won a playoff game, haven't been in the playoffs in 12 years, and in his first year there, he can take him to the playoffs and win two games. Because we hear all the time about, hey, they don't have a culture of winning. Oh, the Patriots have a culture of winning. How about a culture of winning just means a really good quarterback who everybody else follows? Now, I don't think the Bucs are going to go on the road and beat Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers and Lambeau. But boy, Tom Brady's got a pretty good record of winning when it comes to these conference championship games. Whew, I, 14 of them. I didn't think when we came into this season there was any way that Brady could add to his legacy as much as he has. But I have to tell you, I think that he has absolutely dominated and added to his resume in a massive, monstrous, incredible way. We'll talk about this a little bit more uh, with my buddy Chad Withrow, who is scheduled to join us next. Chad Withrow, now an OutKick employee. We'll also talk about that. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Teased him coming in, uh, Chad Withrow, at the Chad Withrow now. He has changed his Twitter handle. You can go follow him there. He wrote a good article for us at Outkick.com about the Tennessee coaching search. But before we get there, Withrow, if I asked you a question, this is what we were just talking about. If I asked you what Bill Belichick's record is as a head coach in the NFL without Tom Brady, what would you guess that his record is? What what Bill Belichick's record is without Tom Brady? I'm going to guess. I'm not going to give you a, a, a win loss total, but I'll give you a winning percentage. I'm going to guess he's right at 500 without Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good guess. I think it's one that probably everybody out there would uh, would kind of surmise might in fact be that number. I'm doing the math literally with my calculator here right now, uh, and I just screwed it up. I don't know how I managed to screw that up so much. Okay, he's at 46% winner. 46% winner. He's 61 and 72. Pretty good. Pretty good guess on my end. Was, yeah, it was, was a good guess. Four percentage points up. Yeah, so 61 and 72 all time in the NFL without Tom Brady. So I started off the second hour of the program here saying that one of the great debates for the last 20 years in sports, right, as long as the Patriot dynasty had developed, was – who is more responsible for the Patriot dynasty, Belichick or Brady? Do you think what has happened this year has effectively ended that debate for now? It's possible that Belichick's going to coach for another 10 years and maybe he starts to get on another incredible run. I think Belichick's around 70 years old, if I'm not mistaken, and maybe he's going to have a tremendous amount of success going forward. 
But right now, with Tom Brady in year one, putting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a organization without any culture of winning, an organization without any history of success, in the uh, in the NFC Championship game, and having a decent chance to win there, by the way, right? They're a three-and-a-half-point underdog or whatever they are. Does that kind of end that argument for now? I think it definitely ends it for now. But I would leave open the possibility that if Bill Belichick finds a quarterback – yeah. and wins the Super Bowl again, then we could revisit this, let's say, five years from now. Because I think Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, they're going to lose in, at Lambeau uh, this weekend. Uh, if, if Belichick's able to replicate the Patriots, not dynasty, but get another championship-level Patriots team with a different quarterback, I may be saying something different. But it's tough to argue with Tom Brady right now who goes to Tampa, and like you said, this is – a franchise under Jameis Winston who couldn't get out of its own way. And immediately, I mean, you knew they had good young receivers on the roster. They had a good young defense. You knew there was some potential there, but Tom Brady comes in in year one, and look at this. They're in the final four of the NFL, and it's in large part because of Tom Brady. We talked for a long time about whether Brady would be able to play at the age of 45. i now starting to wonder, can he play at 48 or 49 because – he doesn't look like he's aging. And if you watch the way he was whipping the football around in the field uh, down in uh, in New Orleans, I mean, I know Breeze is a couple of years younger, but it looked like Breeze was like a decade older than Brady. It's it's amazing. The the, the side-by-side shot of George Blanda and Tom Brady. Yes, their pictures. I don't know if you saw that, but both at 43 And the Washington Washington game, yeah. George Blanda looked like uh, your dad when you were in high school on his worst day. Yeah. Right? Just, yeah. just age-wise. And then Tom Brady, uh, you know, looked like he's bathed in HGH since about 25 years old, uh, the way he looked. Just a, a specimen. It was amazing to me. And it makes me think, Clay, I, I'm with you, that let's start talking about 50. And this yeah, I mean, I don't think that's Tom crazy. Tom Brady even wrote that. He, he thinks, you know, let's, let's test the limits of what I can do at this position with the way he eats and everything that he does and his training regimen and everything else, can he play at a relatively high level until he's 50? It, it sounds insane, but when you see the level he's playing at right now, it's not, and you're right. It was kind of sad watching Drew Brees, knowing with those shoulder injuries and everything else, it was just over. He was almost shot-putting the ball yes. uh, for a, a large portion of that game. Uh, and you knew that he was at the very end of his career. Uh, I definitely don't feel that way about Tom Brady. How great was the post game with Breeze out on the field? You've got two daughters. I've got three boys. Um, his wife's out there. Like the kids are running around on the field. It was as if Drew Breeze just didn't want the night to end, right? And uh, and look, there are a lot of people who are like, "Oh, it's such a sad way for Drew Breeze's uh, career to end." I'm like. What are you expecting your career end to be like? You know, like I always think that's a funny question. Like, if you told me right now, "Hey, your career as a professional is going to end at the age of forty-one," you would have won it. Well, I'm the same age as Drew Brees. You would have won a Super Bowl. You would have four kids who appear to be super healthy and happy. You know, three boys and a girl. You would have uh, what seems to be a pretty decent marital life, right? You would be arguably. Drew Brees is arguably the greatest of our lives 
pro-athlete connected with a city in terms of the positive impact that he had there in the wake of Hurricane Katrina, right? I mean, there are other guys, Jordan in uh, in Chicago, Brady, to be honest, in New England, uh, maybe Peyton Manning to a certain extent in Indianapolis, who have a tremendous connection with their city. That is, when you think of the city, Montana, back in the day with San Francisco, you immediately think of that athlete, right? But in terms of direct impact, I'm not sure that the Saints are in New Orleans if Drew Brees isn't there. And you roll all that together, and I'm like, how do you think your career is going to end? I don't know when my radio career is going to end, but I bet it's nowhere near as good as Drew Brees' Saints career ended, right? He didn't get the jumper, uh, the touchdown pass for uh, to end his Super Bowl career like Peyton Manning did or to go off with two straight Super Bowl wins like John Elway, or I pretend the Wizards years don't exist for Jordan, the drain jumper over Brian Russell to win the sixth title. That's pretty rare. I got to say, Drew Brees seems like he's in a pretty good spot for his career to come to a close. Yeah, he had Joe Buck calling the game, so he didn't have the Michael Jordan, Bob Costas moment where the famous line was, you know, if this is the last image, of Jordan, how magnificent is it when they're showing yes. the replay of his shot on, on, on Russell uh, in the Jazz? So he didn't quite have that moment. But, uh, but I'm with you, Clay. If whatever the equivalent in my career is ending in the Superdome in the D- NFC Divisional Playoffs as an, uh, an, old, an old quarterback and having the career that <laughs> Drew Brees had, I, I'll, I'll sign up right now. That's, that's a pretty good ending uh, for a career, regardless of how you look at it. And I love the moment with him and Brady, uh, with his family out there. Oh, yeah. Brady looking back and saying, hey, be nice to your sister. Uh, yeah. To the little kid he threw the touchdown to uh, was really, really cool. And it just shows, you know, that there is, it, it sounds corny, but there's such a fraternity amongst those guys. And when I'm, yes. I'm talking about those guys, we have lived and we have watched the greatest era of quarterbacks in, in football history. And they've all been playing against each other, right? Peyton and Eli. Aaron Rodgers, the Brett Favre, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton, you know, you just go down the list of all these great quarterbacks. Philip Rivers, I'd even put in that category. And we've seen them all face off against each other. And then to still know that Drew Brees after yesterday was five and three or after Sunday's game against Tom Brady, uh, head to head. Not a bad career at all and really cool to witness that moment. All right. So bad career from good career to bad career. Tennessee yesterday officially fires Jeremy Pruitt for cause, along with, I believe, nine other people. I'd encourage people to go check out OutKick. They can read what you wrote about it. But let's pretend that you're, you're an alum of the University of Tennessee. Let's pretend they came to you and they said, we want you on our selection committee, right, to try to make a decision about what to do going forward with the University of Tennessee. Um what do you think the fallout is going to be here? I saw Jeremy Pruitt has retained an, a, an attorney. There'll probably be a lawsuit. He'll probably argue until this full report comes out. We don't know exactly what happened. But let me start here. Do you think that Tennessee fires Jeremy Pruitt if he is 8-2 and two this year? Would they have even ever begun an internal investigation into anything improper if he is winning at a high level? I think from just what I know, Clay, about the investigation and what it involves, there probably would have been some form of investigation, but it would have been handled how Georgia handled their internal investigation. Yeah. Keep in mind, the, the, the player that's been talked about the most that was definitely investigated is Amarius Mims, a five-star offensive tackle who wound up at Georgia 
yeah. which forced Georgia to do an investigation, which was completely open and shut. And we're, we haven't heard anything about that. Well, that's because yeah. Kirby Smart's won a lot. Also, right. I'm not saying that I know that Georgia did anything wrong, but it is funny how those things kind of work out when Tennessee didn't even get the kid that they've been alleged to have committed violations to try to attain. Um, so, I, look, I think there's an investigation. I do think part of this was, oh, now this is a convenient way to try to get rid of Jeremy Pruitt. The fear, if you're a Tennessee fan, is that Tennessee basically, and a good buddy of mine used this analogy, they were in need of a kitchen remodel, and they burned their whole damn house down. <laughs> they could have just that's fired a great, Jeremy That's a Pruitt. great analogy, yeah. Right? That, that's, that's the fear is that you know, they could have just fired Jeremy Pruitt, remodeling the kitchen, and instead Paid him they off. may have burned their yeah. entire house down yeah. and, uh, and, and with an NCAA investigation and also hampered their ability to hire a new coach. Now, it's clearly going to be bad. Now, how bad is it? And, and I wrote about this uh, at OutKick. You know, if the NCAA is looking at this and saying, okay, Tennessee fired nine people. They included NCAA investigators on Zoom interviews with Jeremy Pruitt and assistant coach Brian Niedermeyer. They, they looped them in on everything. If you've been looking for a school that seems to be serious about compliance, that's the way to go about it. You completely fall on the sword. You're completely transparent. You fire every coach and recruiting assistant who had anything to do that was improper, and then you move on. The NCAA should look at that and say, okay, that's good. Here's what else we're going to do. Maybe a loss of a few scholarships, maybe some recruiting visits that are wiped away. But from what we're hearing right now from some others is that maybe it's going to be a postseason ban on top of this also. If that's the case, how many postseason bans? Is it one? Like LSU this year, can you get it out of the way just this next season and then move on for recruiting purposes? Lots of questions still to be asked, but Clay, step one in this. And can they retroactively? Yeah, can they retroactively apply a postseason ban? That would be very SEC. You know, they didn't get to play in their bowl game, right? But could they be like, hey, we're going to go ahead and say that was our ban because we had a COVID issue? I mean, LSU. Everybody made fun of LSU because in the middle of a bad season, and look, they got a couple of good wins down the stretch. LSU did certainly, but in the middle of a bad season. They basically made the determination, hey, we're going to come up with a a reason why we're not going to go to a bowl game when nobody really wanted to go to a bowl game this year at all, unless you were playing for a championship. The idea of going to uh, Nashville or Shreveport or Memphis or Birmingham or any of these cities that uh, that are having bowl games in the middle of December into January was not something that people were really excited about. So the idea that LSU self-imposed a bowl ban when their fans really don't want to go watch, especially after they were 15-0, and 0, is great. Uh, but I do think that's an intriguing question. And what you asked in the, the column that you wrote at OutKick is a good one. Like, LSU basically decided we're going to do whatever we can to keep Will Wade as our head basketball coach, right? Uh, that's despite the fact that there's pretty ample evidence that he violated NCAA rules uh, on a pretty egregious level. And because he's winning and because he has won at a high level, what is often the case is, and coaches know this, I think, if you win enough, it's going to be really, really hard to fire you. Um, and, uh, and you're going to have a lot of allies that are going to argue in your favor no matter what. So that's why I started the question with if Jeremy Pruitt is 8-2, and two, you mentioned what Georgia did with their own internal investigation. Florida had some violations that they uncovered with Dan Mullen, and they decided to go ahead and, and just announce and it. Dan Mullen even knew it was going to happen. By the way. Yeah, yeah. It used to be if you got a show cause, you, you had to get fired. Um, and, you know, like I would say the exception to all this is 
probably the way Tennessee handled Bruce Pearl when they basically blew him up for no reason, you know, for a minor thing. Uh, most of the time, if you have well, a really Clay, successful Clay, coach, Pearl, they protect Bruce Pearl's him. a great example. Bruce Pearl's a great example, okay? And Tennessee has a history of doing this. Say what you want about Tennessee. Certainly, and I, I wrote about it in the column, they're no saints. But they've always taken this approach of, we're going to give the NCAA everything. They fired Bruce Pearl for lying about a barbecue. They didn't have to do that. Right. They could have attempted to show cause. But in firing Bruce Pearl, it made it easier for the NCAA to level the boom against Bruce Pearl. Now look at Auburn's approach. Bruce Pearl is involved in an FBI investigation. At least his staff was, right? Yep. Auburn has self-imposed a postseason ban this year. Auburn stood by Bruce Pearl. Yep. Uh, Auburn was not going to fire. But it, and Will Wade is the extreme example of, as I call it, the middle finger approach. Screw you. You don't have a lot of power anymore. Is what some programs are telling the NCAA. Tennessee is the exact opposite. So if that's not going to benefit you by firing everyone and including the NCAA, then what's the point? I mean, you're almost encouraging everyone to just deny, 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 right? And to hold on to coaches that you know are breaking the rules at that point, because by following the rules, or at least being transparent and including the NCAA, it's giving you no benefit. So I do think this is going to be an interesting case study to see how the NCAA handles Tennessee with whatever violations were committed there, because they've been a lot more on, we're going to get go after the coaches and not the program or the players when they commit violations. Well, Tennessee just fired nine people with cause and cost them their buyouts in doing so. So will the NCAA look favorably upon that? That's a big question to come out of this whole investigation. I don't think there's any doubt. Let's pretend that you as a Tennessee alum are allowed to make the hire. Based on what yep. you know right now, who would your hire be? Gus Malzahn. Um, I, I think uh, Gus Malzahn, Tom Herman, they both fall into this. Tom Herman, by the way, is 71% winning percentage. I think 5-0 and at bowls. Uh, wasn't terrible at Texas. Was disappointing for sure, but wasn't terrible. But if you're looking for someone that's got a track record, that's been at big programs, that knows how to recruit to big programs, that can stabilize, I think those are two head coaches that could do so and do so immediately. I think there's a group of guys out there also you could take a swing on that could be great. Jamie Chadwell at Coastal Carolina is one of those that I believe would, would take the job in a heartbeat. Um, but if, if I really had to name someone right now, Clay, that I think is attainable, that they could hire, that just makes a ton of sense, it's Gus Malzahn. Now, the problem with that is their interim head coach is Kevin Steele, who may or may not have tried to, to uh, have a coup <laughs> against Gus Malzahn while yeah. at Auburn. That could be a problem. So then you think about the balance of it. Boy, Tom Herman then would make a lot of sense, right? He could come in, run the offense. Kevin Steele could stay on and be defensive coordinator. Then suddenly you've got a good offensive head coach. You've got a, a, a great defensive coordinator in college football and Kevin Steele. And you may be able to right the ship a little bit quicker uh, if you're Tennessee, if you could pull off something like that. How riveting of a soap opera is SEC football? It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nonstop. And, I mean, just through the lens of Tennessee – you know, really since – just think of the full circle here. Philip Fulmer is fired in 2008. Clay, you wrote a book about that season and followed the team. And now fast forward to 2021, four years after Philip Fulmer, three years after Philip Fulmer made a triumphant return as athletic director. <laughs> yeah. And he unseated John Curry 
Philip Fulmer is forced to retire. Yes. And, and don't give me this old legend uh, deciding to retire today. Like, we're smarter than that. He was forced to retire because of everything that happened. They were not going to allow Philip Fulmer to hire another football coach after Jeremy Pruitt. Isn't that like the fitting conclusion? You know, at the time, everyone thought, well, that's the fitting conclusion to this this uh, this this tragedy that is Tennessee football. Philip Fulmer comes back in the NAD. He writes the ship. No, the fitting conclusion is Philip Fulmer gets fired in 2008 and then is forced to retire in 2021 as athletic director. Maybe this now is the official turning the page for Tennessee football. Who knows anymore? Because I thought if anybody could figure out Tennessee football and write the ship, it was Philip Fulmer, and that did not happen. Chad Withrow, we will hopefully talk to you next week. You can go follow Chad Withrow at the uh, Chad Withrow on Twitter. I'll tweet him out later today. Good stuff as always. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You just heard my buddy Chad Withrow hanging out with us. Uh, Really excited to have those guys hired. Um, If you're not familiar with uh, with what we did at OutKick, we're building out a lot of great content in general, not just for written content. Certainly a lot of you going and reading OutKick every single day, and I appreciate all of you doing that. But we're now going to have a lot of other shows, a lot of video. We're basically building out our own network where, where you'll be able to start with me at 6 a.m. and go all the way till 7 p.m., 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, you'll be able to hang out with us uh, through OutKick and consume our content all day. Uh, And I know there's a lot of great content out there, Fox Sports Radio, certainly a lot of different television networks that you like to watch. Uh, But there's been a lot of demand for OutKick content based on the amount of video views and, and readership that we see you guys doing. And so when I find good talent now, we've got a big enough apparatus that I want to be able to bring all that together and bring it to bear here. So uh, that is what is at play with Chad Withrow, Jonathan Hutton, Paul Kaharski. You guys may be familiar with those guys. We have got a lot of good talent coming your direction. So uh, I will uh, just let you know about that. What would I do? If I were the University of Tennessee coach right now, you heard Chad Withrow talking about all the drama out there and everything that could be associated with it. Dub, you just went through this at Auburn, right? Where absolute chaos every direction that you go. Uh, Tennessee's not only got to hire a new coach, they also have to hire a new athletic director. And to me, there are a lot of different coaches that want this Tennessee job. I know. You know, I think you could get Hugh Freeze. I think you could get uh, who's the Liberty coach right now. I think you could get Jamie Chadwell, who's the really successful Coastal Carolina coach. Chad Withrow just mentioned that you could probably get Gus Malzahn, uh, formerly of Auburn, Tom Herman of Texas. Uh, I think there are going to be other guys that are currently employed Assuming that Tennessee is not going to be playing much of a buyout here, the athletic department actually is in decent financial shape. But the analogy that Withrow gave is a good one where it's like, hey, you need to remodel your kitchen and you end up burning down the whole house. And you're like, are we going to end up with a better house or how is this exactly going to shake out? Um, This is why, to me, from a pure drama perspective, in terms of just pure entertainment, I don't know that there's any sport in America more entertaining than the SEC because you just don't know, particularly football, you just don't know what's going to happen from one moment to the next. I mean, truly, anything can happen. And there is so much passion in terms of the people in the South and how much they desperately care about whether their college football team is good. There's really no comparison anywhere else in the country. And I've lived... I've spent a lot of time in California. I've spent a lot of time in Washington, D.C. I lived in the Caribbean. I've traveled all over the country. There is nothing that compares to an SEC football Saturday. If you are out there listening to me right now and you're like, man, when COVID is over, 
Come 2021, I'm setting my sports bucket list. We're going out. We're going to do everything fun under the sun you can imagine. If you have not been to a big SEC football game, you are wasting your life as a sports fan. And you will see the passion that I am talking about that frankly is unequaled in any other sport I've ever been to. I love watching NFL football, no comparison. I love the NCAA tournament, no comparison. I love, grew up, huge college basketball fan, baseball fan, NBA fan, whatever you want to compare it to. Nothing compares to the intensity of a college football Saturday in the South. The analogy that I like the best is, and I wrote this in my first book, Dixieland Delight, when Bill Curry came down to take over at Alabama, uh, his wife was on the phone with their minister, and he was like, so I understand they treat football like a religion down there. And she said, oh no, it's way more important than that. And if you haven't spent any time in Birmingham, if you haven't been to Knoxville, if you haven't been to some of these SEC towns and really gotten to see what it's like to be surrounded by that insanity on a day-to-day basis, let me tell you, it is off the charts fun, but it's also off the charts wild. Speaking of off the charts, fun and wild, we're going to talk about the AFC and the NFC championship games. uh, And I'll circle back around on Deshaun Watson and Tom Brady discussions that we've had so far in the show at the top of the third hour of the program. Plus, Petros Papadakis is going to join us. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 